This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? BPDPOD. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. PD podcast. I'm your host, Dre. And tonight, I am facing a crazy, crazy fear. Well, not a fear, really. More like I did my first episode all alone, and I figured I have to try to do another one by myself and see how it goes. So here is my attempt at doing a solo episode. No co-host, just me. Let me catch my breath for a minute because got a little nervous. But today's episode is about a band that I love. I, growing up in New York City, not many people listened to this band, and I felt almost like a pioneer, but not really, just in my own head, I felt like I was one because I loved Oasis. Now, Oasis is an English rock band formed in Manchester in 1991. Now, the band is... It consists of Liam Gallagher as the lead singer in the tambourine, Paul Arthurs on guitar, Paul McQuiggan on bass guitar, and Tony McCarroll on drums. Now, the final member of the band is Lee, uh, Noel Gallagher, lead guitar and vocals. So as you can tell, there's two brothers on this in this band, Liam, Liam and Noel Gallagher. Now, unfortunately, due to the... Uh, sibling rivalry they actually did break up eventually but not before writing some incredible incredible songs and albums now this evening I'm going to go over just a couple of the ones that really really hit home with me um, growing up I love these songs and even as an, as an adult I still appreciate these songs and um, I still listen to them quite regularly and hopefully I said that word right and this is where I just play this. Hopefully the volume on that was not too loud and I didn't blow out your speakers. But I actually found a website right before I started the show that had a ranking of the top 30 Oasis songs ever. Which I agree with the song selection that they had, but the order, I'm not entirely sold on but that's neither here nor there so 
to start off, we are going to start off with Wonderwall. Now, Wonderwall, everybody knows Wonderwall. It has an incredible guitar intro that you automa- you automatically know it's Oasis's Wonderwall. Now, what I like about this is that the song is, how do I describe it? He pretty much tells the, all the word, all, I'm sorry. He talks about all the roads we have to walk are winding and all the lights that lead us there are blinding. And there are many things that I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. Because maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. And after all, you're my wonder wall. For some reason, I don't even know what that means. But for some reason, it just hits. And when I first heard this song in maybe 1995, it penetrated me. I felt so connected to this song and this band. And Liam Gallagher is not the incredible vocalist like Adele or insert any other male uh, singer with an incredible voice. But Liam is a one-of-a-kind singer. When you hear his voice, you know it's, like I said earlier, an Oasis song or a Gallagher Brothers song. But the emotion that he has on this song is so incredible. You can hear, you can almost hear the pain in his voice. And I love how he just says, and maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. So who knows what's going on with this with this guy? Maybe he's gone through a whole bunch of difficult times in his life. And this person that he's seeing or he's been with for a while, she's the one that's going to save him from all the pain and agony he has in his heart and his in his head. But I always, always gravitated to this song and. We're not going to play any clips tonight just because I'm trying not to get sued. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't need that. Because then after, if I do get sued, that's the end of the show. And then we get... <laughs> I'm so glad Kelly's not doing this episode because this is the point where she gives me the stink eye and like, why are you doing this? Why do you keep playing these noises? <laughs> but anyway... Oasis Wonderwall is an all-time classic for me personally. And I remember I tried playing this song on guitar. My friend Ryan Mercado tried to teach me how to play it. And I have, I mean, I have really, really big hands. And my fingers are not the greatest. I've, I've broken my thumb and my pinky a couple of times playing football. So I can't really maneuver the guitar I even think he called me, he said I had stupid hands, if I remember correctly, when we were kids. And so I never, unfortunately, learned how to play the guitar. I never got to play Wonderwall. So I guess it might be a good thing because I know whenever there's a a get-together or a party and a guitar is around, automatically someone picks it up and starts playing Wonderwall. So I was never that, I was never that guy, thankfully. Even though I was probably the guy in the background singing along and crying in the background. But whatever <laughs> so moving on we are going to go I'm, I'm looking over this list and I was always a fan of the song Master Plan now Master Plan it's, it's a very mellow song it's almost sad in a way so I, the one of the lyrics that I love is and then dance if you want to dance 
please, brother, take a chance. You know they're going to go which way they want to go. All we know is that we don't know how it's going to be. Please, brother, let it be. Life, on the other hand, will make us understand. We're all part of the master plan. So, again, it, you'll come to notice that Oasis songs don't really have... <laughs> their their lyrics are very ambiguous, if that's the correct word to use. Now, keep in mind, English is my second language, so please bear with me. But their lyrics are very ambiguous, so you can, you can take them to mean whatever you want them to mean, which is, I love music like that, because it's not... Every, everything's not as cut as dry cut and dry as um I love this girl she loves me let's get back together no there's other circumstances behind the scenes that sometimes you just can't get together or it's not right to get together at this time or it's not the right person but with oasis songs you could almost take them to mean whatever you want and whatever circum whatever circumstance you're dealing with but the master plan is just such a beautiful song. It's very, um, there's almost a classical vibe to it with the violin players in the background. And it just, I love that song so much. So if you have a chance to listen to that, um, Brett's the one that usually does our um, Spotify playlist. But if you go to Spotify, Spotify, wow, and put in This Is Oasis, for the most part, you'll probably hit up all these songs. And you really won't have a bad time. Even if you don't understand Liam's accent or his voice, musically, you'll enjoy the guitars, the bass, the drums. You'll love everything about him. And you will enjoy Oasis, I promise you. So, I'm sorry. My phone just buzzed and I have no idea what it was. So, back to, I don't even know what that was. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is my ADD. Like from episode one when I saw a butterfly fly by the window, I'm like, ooh, butterfly. No, my phone buzzed, and it was a shadow buzz. Now, if you don't know what a shadow buzz is, then I don't know what to tell you. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, another song that this is going to be one of those anthematic songs that me and Brett love to talk about. And now this song is Don't Look Back in Anger. Now, Don't Look Back in Anger is such a amazing, amazing song because if you ever watch them sit perform live, go to YouTube, go to whatever you get your streaming services from, type in Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. This is one of the most anthematic songs that they have because everybody always sings along to this song and the band will actually stop singing and let the crowd just sing most above half the song and it's just amazing to watch now i love how in the in the song he talks about i like this he goes take me to the place where you go where nobody knows if it's night or day please don't put your life in the hands of a rock and roll band who will throw it all away and then he and then it keeps going and so sally can wait she knows it's too late as she's walking on by. My soul slides away, but don't look back in anger, I heard, you, I heard you say. So that's the point where everybody just screams out, don't look back in anger. Oh. And then the song, the song closes out with, 
but don't look back in anger. Don't look back in anger. And he goes, I heard you say, and then it says, at least not today. So <laughs> I love the fact that sometimes you're looking and again, this is one of those ambiguous songs that you don't know exactly what they're talking about, but you could apply it to yourself and Hey, don't look at your, the past in anger. No, look at it as, you know, it's something that's happened. It's helped me get to the point where I'm at nowadays. It's gotten me to where I am today, whether it be good or bad, it has gotten you to the place and time where you are right now. And regardless of everything, anything, tomorrow's a new day. If you, if you, if you get a tomorrow, it's a brand new day, start over and don't look back in anger. At least not today. I am breezing through this. And it's sad because this is one of the episodes that I have no outline, no document. I said, I told Kelly, she's putting Sophia to bed and they're reading a story or something. And I said, I want to record an episode. And she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, are you gonna do it by yourself? I was like, yeah, why not? Why not? At some point I have to do an episode alone. So why not Oasis? Cause I know she's not the biggest fan and I don't know if Brett is, but, oh, I was going to start the episode with saying, uh, welcome back to the BPD podcast. This is my first episode alone as Brett got the boot. Brett, me and Brett have parted ways, but so much for that joke, considering I started and I was bugging out about doing an episode alone, but, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to. I think we're ha- we're gonna. Ha- I cannot talk about Oasis without talking about Live Forever. Now, Live Forever is <sighs> the music video is one of those crazy. I actually one of the music videos I saw. They they this band Oasis idolized the Beatles, so they actually in the music video that I saw they had a picture of John Lennon John Lennon in the background as they performed the song which is really really cool I've actually have I used to work in the building where John Lennon lived and was unfortunately killed so I and I've actually made a delivery inside uh the apartment he lived in which blew my mind but hey you know what here's a little story of my connection to the Beatles so I start working in this building as a doorman my mom worked there for years, so she, she helped me get the job. So I first day on the job, had my little suit on, and they tell me, hey, we need you to take this giant box. I mean, this thing was like, no joke, six foot tall. And it, I mean, I thought it was a picture. It was six foot tall, six foot wide. Thing was massive, but it didn't weigh anything. So I was like, all right, whatever. So they said, take it to apartment such and such. I won't disclose it for safety reasons. <laughs> but I said, okay, cool. So I, I follow my little map. I go to the, I take the elevator upstairs and I go to the apartment, knock on the door and this door opens and it's a all white room, all white carpet, white carpet, white furniture, white walls, white everything, white blinds. And I'm sitting, I'm standing there. I'm like, what is this? And then all of a sudden Yoko Ono comes out and she goes, leaf package there. And I'm like, wait, Am I in John Lennon's apartment? So I put the I put the package where she told me to, and then she opens it, and it's a giant picture of John Lennon. 
And at that point, my mind is just blown. I am completely floored that I am in this room. <laughs> this is where, so I'm, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old, just losing my mind that I'm in a Beatles apartment. And I get crashed down to reality real, real quick because Yoko makes eye contact with me. She goes, you can leave now. <laughs> and then she kicks me out of the apartment. So I walk out and I'm just floored. So I go downstairs back to the, to the, uh, the docks and the, my supervisor, he goes impressed. And I was like, dude, what just happened? He goes, did she kick you out? I said, yeah. He goes, all right, welcome to the team. <laughs> oh man. So that's my little ADHD story for, for you guys that I have a small, I mean, minuscule microscopic connection to the Beatles just because I was in there in John Lennon's apartment one time and I got kicked out of the apartment. But anyway, back to live forever. He, uh, he, they talk about in the lyrics, he goes, maybe I just want to fly. I want to live. I don't want to die. Maybe I just want to breathe. Maybe I just don't believe. Maybe you're the same as me. We see things they'll never see. You and I are going to live forever. Whew. I love that. I love that. I think I think when they wrote this song, they were almost writing it to John because they were telling him, you know what? Your, your genius in music didn't die when you died. It keeps going. And they were hoping, you know what? Our musical talents and our music catalog will not die when we break up or when we die. It's going to keep on going forever. And it just, it's such a beautiful song to listen to and to appreciate too. Cause I mean, I am sorry. So I love that. I love that about them. Sorry. An ad popped up on the lyrics that I was reading and I was like, wait, what is that? I might need that. <laughs> Oh dear. See, I hate when there's ads that ads that pop up on word documents or lyrics. I was like, what is this? But Live Forever is a great one if you have a chance to listen to it and just listen to it with an open mind and take it, interpret it however you want to and how you'll appreciate it. But we're gonna move on to I think we're going to go to Morning Glory because Morning Glory is, as Brett calls it, a banger. Now, I like this, how he starts off. He just starts off with all your dreams are made when you're chained to the mirror and the razor blade. Today's the world that today's the day that all the world will see. Another sunny afternoon, walking to the sound of my favorite tune. Tomorrow never knows what it doesn't know too soon. I need a little time to wake up. I need a little time to wake up. You you know you should. I'm sorry. Wow. Need a little time to rest your mind. You know you should. So I guess you might as well. What's the story? Morning glory. And then it just repeats again. So <laughs> again, their lyrics are just very ambiguous. But I like. I take it to mean. You know what? You think your life is made because you have a nine to five and you make a couple bucks and. 
life is good. You know, you have a house, you have a little car, and you work your nine to five, but that's not all life is. There's other things besides that. There's family, there's love, there's whatever religious belief you believe in. It's just, it. that's all, those, those things matter. So for me, that that's what that song means, is that don't just... Don't just accept this nine to five to be the be all end all of your existence. Work is not just work, eat, sleep, repeat is not what what life is meant to be. So that's what I took that song to, to mean to me personally. And just again, the music just rocks out and you just can't help but bop your head and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. So. I'm going to jump into this is one of my all-time favorite songs ever from any artist so I'm gonna jump into it it's not I'm not talking about these in order of my preference because if it was if that was the case this would be number one but talk tonight now this is one of those songs that Noel Gallagher the older brother sings and this song is probably one of the most beautiful written songs ever because it's a self-reflection song because the from what I read in the story was, here, I'll read it. After, the aftermath of a disastrous field gig, I'm sorry, the aftermath of a disastrous gig in Los Angeles and a subsequent flight that saw Noel quit Oasis set to music, a lovely acoustic bow that found Noel wrestling with that most un-Oasis-like topic, the fear of failure. So if you know these guys, these guys do not want to fail. They, they, they think they are, they are the greatest band of all time. So with this song, Noel just pretty much poured his heart out onto a piece of paper with a guitar and just wrote what he felt. Now, I'm going to read out the lyrics. And he goes, sitting on my own, chewing on a bone, a thousand million miles from home, when something hit me somewhere right between the eyes. I'm sleeping on a plane. You know you can't complain. You took your last chance once again. I landed, stranded. I hardly even knew your name. I want to talk tonight until the morning light about how you saved my life. You and me see how we are. Now, the next lyric, the next couple of lyrics hit close to home because I, when I heard this song, one of the first times I was going through a situation and this helped me get over that. So he goes, I'll never say that I won't ever make you cry. And this I'll say, I don't know why. I know I'm leaving, but I'll be back another day. Oof, man. I love that because when you're when you're seeing someone, you <laughs> you always tell them, "Nah, I'm ne- I'm, not, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna make you cry." No, we're gonna we're gonna be happy forever. But towards the end of it, <laughs> you're like, you know what? I didn't say I was I was not gonna make you cry. I never promised that, but things happen and relationships end and they crash and burn sometimes and I like how he says I don't, you know I'm leaving but I'll be back another day and he, he probably understands that 
when he comes back, he'll be in better shape, better mental capacity, better frame of mind, better a better person. And he'll come back and they maybe they could rekindle their relationship or their a friendship. It could the relationship could have ended completely, but it could be it could bloom into a friendship. But I love this song. The, the guitar play on it is beautiful and just it it gets me. It gets me so I mean it touches my heart. <laughs> now we got I've been rambling for twenty three minutes, but I think I could keep going. What do you guys think? Maybe I'm over here talking like someone's going to respond to me. Like if if someone said, yeah, we're good. Keep going. I would have bugged out and ran out of here, (laughs) but we are going to keep going. Another one of my favorite songs. Uh, We're going to go stand by me. Now stand by me. It's it. You always think of uh, that old, oldie, oldie song oldie time song was what I was trying to say stand by me darling darling but this isn't it this isn't it this is he starts off with made a meal and threw it up on Sunday I've got a lot of things to learn said I would and I'll be leaving one day before my heart starts to burn so what's the matter with you sing me something new don't you know the cold and wind and rain don't know they only seem to come and go away Mm-hmm. And then he keeps going at this. I love this. So what's the matter with you? Sing me something new. And he's like, what's your problem? What's your deal? And he goes, stand by me. Nobody knows the way it's going to be. Stand by me. Nobody knows the way it's going to be. And then he, he kills it with this one lyric. If you're leaving, will you take me with you? I'm tired of talking on my phone. There's one thing I can never give you. My heart will never be your home. Oh, man, I butchered that, didn't I? My heart will never be your home. Mm. How deep is that? See, I, at some point, they finally start getting over this ambiguous stuff. And like, now we got to write some songs that mean something. I mean, not mean something, but we got to write some songs that can apply to a specific situation. So Stand By Me is it's a different... It's it's different from that oldie time song that I mentioned earlier, but this one's a real, real good one if you have a chance to listen to it. Um, hopefully me reading these lyrics makes you want to listen to the song and not deter you and be like, ugh, I'm not listening to this. This guy can't even read the lyrics right. All right. So, moving on, because I, apparently I'm going through the whole catalog of Oasis songs by myself right now. This is another one that is one of my all-time favorite songs, not just of Oasis, but in general. Now, this song was off an album that not many people really liked, which I I was a very big fan. It was called Be Here Now. It came out in 1997. I actually bought this in 1997. It was one of my first CDs ever when I ordered them from, a, was it B&G or Columbia House? We got your little catalog. Now, this is where I'm aging. I'm dating myself. Now, back in the day, you would get these little catalogs in the mail, and it would say, get 12 CDs for a penny or each CD for a penny. And then you'd send it. You, you'd peel off the stickers and put them on the, on the slots that said 1 through 12. So you say, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. And then you'd wait. You would agree 
to pay the 12 cents and then pay for shipping and handling. And then you would agree to buy more CDs from them later on at full price, which full price was like 30 bucks or something ridiculous. Now the gimmick was put someone else's address <laughs> and then roll up when the mailman showed up and be like, Oh, those are mine. Peace. And then run. I didn't, I'm not saying I did that, but let's just say I, I had a healthy CD collection back in the day, but Oasis was one of those CDs. Don't go away. Now I bet Ryan is out there listening. He's like, Oh God, he's telling my story. He's telling our secrets, <laughs> but all right. Don't go away is a great one. And it's, he starts off with cold and frosty morning. There's not a lot to say about the things caught in my mind. And as the day was dawning, my plane flew away with all the things caught in my mind. I don't want to be there when you're coming down. I don't want to be there when you hit the ground. So don't go away. Say that you'll stay. Say that you'll stay forever and a day in the time of my life because I need more time. Yes, I need more time just to make things right. And he, so insert radio edit here, my situation and the games I have to play with all the things caught in my mind, radio edit, my education. I can't find the words to say with all the things caught in my mind. And then he just keeps saying, don't go away. Say that you'll stay forever and a day. Oh, and the video is one of the weirdest videos of all time. Don't even bother watching the video, please. Because if you watch the video, you'll hate the song. Because it does not apply to anything, but I just love how he's he's he straight up to the point says, "Don't go away, please stay. We'll figure this out together. I just need more time. Just need more time." And I mean, everybody's gone through that. Where whatever situation, friend, loved one, girlfriend, whatever, you just you just tell him, "Please, just let's don't go away. Just give me a." Give me some time. I, if I had a little bit more time, I can. We can fix this. And sometimes the time's well is well, well spent trying to fix things, and then sometimes the time is just wasted, and it doesn't work out. So, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that song. <laughs> Please, guys, don't. Hopefully, this episode's decent, and it's not as bad as our 2004 episode. Because if it is, then I'll I'll never do a solo episode again. Or I might, and I really I won't care, and you guys will just have to put up with it. And if you don't like it, then you just skip it. Skip this episode, go on to the next one. I got a decent catalog of stuff that you can listen to besides me rambling by myself about Oasis. <laughs> that sounded angry, but it wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, what shall we go with next? <laughs> Let's just go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. This is why I have an outline. All right. Hmm. We're going to go with Stop Crying Your Heart Out. And that might be the last song we, we, we talk about this evening. So... Stop crying your heart out. And I apologize. Like I said earlier, I, I just got in the mood to record something. I told my wife, I was like, I got to do something. I got to record. I just want to, we, we studied our, our stuff with my daughter and we did all, all our things as adulting. Just do all our, 
household activities. And then I was just sitting here and I'm like, I don't want to go on YouTube. I don't want to turn on the Xbox. What shall I do? I read a book and then I was like, all right, cool. It's not bedtime yet. And I was like, hmm, what shall I do? What shall I do? And I said, you know what? Why not record an episode? Just a quick little episode. If it's half an hour, if it's 40 minutes, if it's, I mean, I even thought maybe 20 minutes of me rambling would be fun. But so far, I've cracked over 30 minutes. So I think I'm doing pretty good right now. I think I'm doing okay. So stop crying your heart out. So this is off of their, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was, no, it was not. I thought it was their last, um, their last album together, but it's not actually. But it's off of their Heat and Chemistry album, which I have no idea what that means, whatever. But stop crying your heart out. He starts off with hold up, hold on. Don't be scared. You'll never change what's been and gone. He goes, may your smile shine on. Don't be scared. Your destiny may, destiny may keep you warm. Because all of the stars are fading away. Just try not to worry. You'll see them someday. Take what you need and then be on your way. And stop crying your heart out. Mm. I think my wife is outside the door listening to me. I think she's dying to know what I'm recording. But she'll never know until she hears this episode. All right, back to back to the episode. So I love, and then he they close out with this with this one line. It says, "We're we're all of us. We're all of us. Oh man, I cannot read because we're all stars. We're fading away. Just try not to worry. You'll see us someday. Just take what you need and be on your way and stop crying your heart out." So it almost seems like at this point they've lost someone, whether it be in death or they've lost them because they've broken up or they've moved away or something, something has happened. And so, of course, you're going to feel bummed out. You're going to be sad. And he's telling the, telling you, hey, take what you need. Just be on your way. But you're going to see them again somehow. You're, you're, you guys will, will be reunited at some point in time. And I just love that. I mean, it's so simple and so beautiful, well-written. I mean, like I said, most of their songs are very ambiguous. And you make your own, excuse me, interpretation of the song. But I love I love both their mu- they're both types of their music where they have a, def- a clearly defined sentiment or clearly defined um, message for the song. And then I also like the ambiguous ones because you can have it mean whatever you want, however it applies to your life. Now, geez, my email is just popping up like crazy, which is annoying because I'm trying to read lyrics and stuff. But Oasis is an all-time classic. I mean, you could listen to it now, and it wouldn't feel like a 90s band. Like, you know, some bands sound like, oh, man, that's a 90s song if I ever heard one. No, Oasis could literally come out now, and you'd still be bopping to it and love it now i unfortunately never had the chance to watch oasis live and that is one of my biggest regrets so if they ever go back on tour they ever get back together which is doubtful because the brothers seem to hate each other now or even if one of them decides to go on tour and perform oasis songs i'm there i had a chance to see them when i was 18 if i'm not mistaken 17 or 18 now 
New, uh, put yourself in Astoria, Queens, New York, 17, 18-year-old, and you want to go so, see Oasis. Now, who do you take to go see Oasis? You ask Mercado? No, nah, I'm not going to go see them. You ask Jose? No, nah, I'm not going to see them. You ask about 10 other people? No, I'm not going to go see them. And so then... Um, my buddy Steve, well, an old buddy, his mom was a big fan of the Black Crows and Oasis was on tour with the Black Crows. And he's like, Hey, my mom likes the Black Crows. And I was like, Oh, cool. He goes, Why don't you go with my mom? And I was like, I am not going to a concert with your mom. That's just not going to happen. So <laughs> I asked my dad, Hey, dad, do you want to go see Oasis with me? He goes, No. I even went to my mom, I was like, Mom, can we go see Oasis? No. So, at that point in time, I wasn't as brave. You call it brave or crazy as I am now. Because now I would have gone by myself and had a time of my life. But I missed out on seeing Oasis and Black Crows. Not a fan. But at Radio City Music Hall in Manhattan, I missed out on that. Could have gotten the tickets cheap too. But nobody wanted to go with me. And I missed out. So now I just live through the DVD. I have a concert DVD of theirs that they perform almost all their hits at Wembley Stadium in the UK. And it's amazing. With it being in the UK, them being a British band, it was just like a coming home for them. And it's, just, it was a, it's a fantastic DVD, DVD that I own. And I actually have the CD as well the, of that concert. And I, I listened to that so much growing up in the car driving around or on my cd player if my parents are driving around i love that cd it's one of those one of those that i wore out which you kids don't know what that means what is it? why don't you stream it gosh because we didn't have streaming back in those days i think i told this story before was that sophia we uh we found a cassette at the in the house and she goes what is this and i was like that's what music was on before she's like oh she goes, you didn't stream it? No, honey, we didn't have streaming back in those days. She goes, well, okay, so how would you listen to it? And I should, we had a cassette player somewhere, and I was like, this is how you do it. And she goes, wow. And I said, hey, look, if when we were younger, we would wait for about 5 or 6 p.m. when, um, at least in New York, at Z100, had the top 10 songs of the day, and you would record that, and you would listen to it, <laughs> and you would hope that the DJ wouldn't speak right during the song, so you had to plan it just right to record. And I hate it when they would just keep talking or they would talk right before the song ended. And you're like, oh, come on, man. And so then I showed her that cassette and she goes, wow. Then I showed her the CDs and she goes, oh, wow. And then she's like, well, how did you listen to the CDs if you were walking around? And so we had a disc, man. And they were supposedly skip proof or anti-skip, which was complete garbage because they would skip no matter what you did. They would jump around because it just happens. And so I explained to her, I was like, we didn't have the luxury of streaming an album. We had to go to the store, pick it up, and then, or get someone to bootleg it for you, and then listen to it. And she's like, oh, wow. No playlist? And I was like, nope. No play. I mean, you, you could make your own playlist, but there wasn't a playlist like on Spotify or Apple Music. Shout out to Spotify. Give me a, give me a sponsorship, please. Apple Music, please don't, because I'm pretty sure you would never give me one but it, it's funny to think that 
so much has changed since I was her age. She's coming up on nine. The world has changed so much. Even on cell phones in the last ballpark 15 years have changed so much. So when the things that they could do that I can, I can have access to any album that I want within seconds. And if I think some random old song, I can just play that in an instant. Meanwhile, when I was a kid, I had to go through my CD booklet and find the CD, put this, put it in, find the song, play the song. And then I had to take it off. I want to hear another song, but now modern convenience. You're like, Oh, I want to hear, I want to hear uncle Sam. I don't ever want to see you again. Play that. Then I want to hear black street. Don't leave me or no diggity or whatever you want. And you can just roll through it like nothing. But I think that's enough rambling out of me today. If you have a chance, please listen to Oasis. Listen to all their music. They're all their music is fantastic. You won't, there's a couple of songs that you probably won't like, but that's the case with every artist. But if you listen to the This Is Oasis playlist on Spotify, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised if you haven't heard them before. Check them out. If you like them, awesome. If you don't, well, you can blame me. And hopefully this doesn't deter you from coming back to listening to another episode of the BPD podcast. Um, I think that's it. Hopefully the next episode you hear will be one with Brett or with Kelly or with Megan, with somebody. And if not, maybe it's just me again, just rambling about different random things and different stories and different music that I like. But thank you guys for putting up with me for, for this long. And hopefully you come back. All right, guys. Hasta luego.